Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I'm your host, Warwick Mary. Hey, and now today... I am feeling pretty in pink. Well, the reason I'm feeling pretty in pink, it's not really me, it's my guest. Uh, I'm speaking to someone who's known for her pinkness, but also known for the, the pleasure and the profit and the energy and the purpose that she brings to business. Would you please welcome to the show the ever-delightful Jo Hassan. Welcome. Thank you, Warwick. It's lovely to be here. Now, Jo, I'm going to start with a question I ask everybody on this show, and that is, how do you define success? Well, when you mentioned that that was going to be the first question, the first thing that popped into my head was being able to sleep at night. Mm. Tell me more about that. So, <laughs> so being able to sleep, feeling satisfied and calm and had fun and have good relationships and um, doing good things for and with other people, just just living, living vibrantly. I, I've... I've sort of rebranded myself recently as a vitality expert. Right. So I, I like to think that I do do business and life with vibrancy and vitality. So. Having known you for a year, <laughs> few years, yes, that is in fact correct. Well, that's fantastic. So have you ever had a time when you didn't sleep well at night? Absolutely. So what was happening in your life then? What were the kind of things that would stop you from sleeping well at night? Um, well, I've, I've experienced post-traumatic stress disorder. So PTSD was a pretty dark time in my life mm. about 20 years ago. I've recently published a book about my recovery from, from that. So that, that was pretty dark. I've had some um, business ups and downs that have you know, been, been challenging. So um, I've been working with small business owners for 12 years now. And some people say that they like to work with me because I actually know what it feels like to... Um, have experienced the, the everyday struggles of having a business right. for some other people. Uh, so, uh, so talk to me about the business ups and downs because I, I, some people sort of think that business should be all bells and whistles and it isn't wonderful and et cetera, et cetera. What are some of, the, some of the ups that you've had in your businesses and what are some of the downs and how do you deal with those? So I owned a pet resort for about 10 years. I, I've a... got to say, I was not expecting you <laughs> to say, oh, I owned a pet resort. <laughs> I should say I co-owned a pet resort. Yeah. So that seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Um, so look, we, but, but we had some challenges. We, mm. about a year or two into the part, it was a business partnership, um, a partnership with somebody who was a very good friend and a partnership with somebody who was a sort of a silent investor. So that was a challenge in itself to be in business with someone I knew and someone I didn't know so well. Mm. Um, we sorted through the, the challenges that we had to actually become an award-winning winning business. We put in place lots of systems. We had a team that, that knew what they were doing, and it, you know it became really awesome. And then you know, and then of course other things. The goalposts move, and there are other challenges. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and I would think at a pet resort. Some of the owners would have been challenging at times too. Oh, yeah? absolutely. The, the the owners of the pets. Um, yeah. Some of them don't have children, and they treat well, their treat their pets. 
Hey, with it, more oh. um, specificity. God, is that, what's the right word? Specificity? <laughs> is that even a Here's word? another one for you. Um, it's the anthropomorphization of animals. So basically what that yes. means is we, we turn them into people. So yeah. they're like, they're our fur babies. They're our fur babies and, and, we, and we, we treat them yeah, better than some people treat, yeah. their, treat their children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's, and, that's amazing. All right, so talk to me a little bit about um, moving into the vitality range. What has led to you creating a focus on vitality because over the last few years since i since i wrote the book which i did to um show people that even when you show up every day you, you it wasn't always this way so people who meet me now you know pink joe hashtag wear pink and smile anyway they don't imagine that i had a dark time in my life mm. so I did that to highlight uh, mental illness. One in five Australians experience mental illness or live with mental illness. In my um, working over the last 12 years with small business owners, I come across lots of people who um, are having dark times. Mm. And sometimes I say to them, look, I think you need to go and see your doctor before I can help you with your business. Yeah. And so I've sort of worked out that that's how I need to be with some people. Um, and I choose now to live my life and try and smile every day. So I have this saying, hashtag wear pink and smile anyway, but pink's got a little asterisk. So pink might be blue or brown or walking your dog or just finding something that you can have to hang your hat on. Mm. And so I thought, well, the business needs to be more rounded. It needs to include pleasure. So I've... Um, come up with this model that I call PEP, which I've, I've, I've trademarked, and PEP stands for Purpose, Energy, Pleasure, and Profit. So you can put those um, those words in any order you like, but I've deliberately put um, I've deliberately put them in that order because I think that if you can identify what your purpose is, well then your day will flow with more ease. You'll have more energy. Energy doesn't mean that you have to always be up and bubbling and exuberant energy could be having an awareness around how you are and knowing that you need to turn the volume down and you need to sleep or meditate or just go and sit at the beach or look at the clouds so i think energy is is really important um, pleasure kind of speaks for itself in in my years of working with small business owners they so often don't plan for pleasure until i until i kind of <laughs> create a system for that well it's really so, it's, so, re it's really common that small business owners don't have holidays they like, don't have holidays they just i know don't and they are always on and, and they, then when they do have a holiday their body just shuts down and they get unwell because they've never had a holiday correct. for like 20 years kind of deal. Yeah, so I want to inspire them to actually plan for pleasure every day. Mm. So yes, always have the next holiday to look forward to, but plan for pleasure every day. And pleasure doesn't have to cost lots of money. I mean, mm. It might be going to a gorgeous, extravagant restaurant that's a big treat, but it might be getting up early and watching the sunrise or having a picnic with your kids. Um, pleasure, pleasure, you know, find pleasure in the little things. It amazes me how people forget that it's their business, so they're the boss. That's and so right. it's like, you're allowed to take Friday afternoon off and go and play golf. Absolutely. Because like, you're the boss. I know. You can give yourself... <laughs> and people go, oh, but there's always stuff to be done. There will always be something yeah. to do. so write it in your diary, an appointment Correct. with yourself to have fun. Yeah. So, yeah, one of my clients um, plays golf every Thursday. Another one of my clients has recently taken 
two months off when his first baby was born, which is really awesome. And now he just he only works afternoons because mm. he chooses to be a dad, a full-time dad in, in the morning. So he goes to work at one o'clock. And he also takes time off to fly his kite. So if he looks out the window and sees it's windy, then Tim goes and flies his kite. And I reckon that's what... that's what... Get a second kite for the kid. <laughs> Babysitting's looked after and we're done. That's right. How good is that? That's right. I think because yeah, this is the thing. People get so busy and caught up in the doing, they lose the being. Yeah. But you need to, you still need to be able to afford to put food on the table. Correct. So profit is important as well. Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. Not... No, not not. Um, you We're know, well, not going all la la and going. Oh, just you know, be one with the mung beans no, and everything's fine. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not doing that. We're being. But we're being a... strategic around planning for pleasure, but Correct. being mindful that you then plan for working on the business, not just in the business. Well, you'd have to say that you'd plan for each one of these elements, yeah. Absolutely. So in terms Every of day. planning, what's my purpose? Big picture for my yep. business, but also what's my purpose today? What are the key yep. things? Yep. What's my energy level today? It's Correct. like, okay, I need to get a coffee or I need to go for a walk or I need to sit and meditate or I need to do whatever it is that yeah. gives me more energy. Mm. Or even, do you, do you talk to your clients about um, not only adding energy, but stop the energy from being drained? Absolutely. So yeah. what are some of the things that you would suggest to your clients to stop energy being, or energy vampires as I <laughs> refer to them? How, what sort of things can people do to, to stop that? Oh, they can be aware of the people that they hang around, including customers. Mm. So if you have customers that when, when they ring up, you feel like you feel like you're going to throw up or you, you know then that the, that the whole team is going to be in turmoil because they've got to deal with this person. Well, don't have that person as a customer. Be aware of how the people around you make you feel, whether mm. it's friends or people who used to be friends or, or even customers. Mm. Like we, we, we can choose who we work with when we, have, when we have our own business. I've heard it said to refer that kind of customer to, to your competition. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I might <laughs> even have said that myself sometimes. Um, what are, and one of the other things would be also there's certain... And not all, but some family members also become energy vampires at times. And yep. you've got to be selective about who you hang out there too. Yeah, yeah. and also, and another thing that I, that I spend quite a lot of time on, because I work with, um, if there are two people in the same, in, if there is more than one person um, managing the business, so, you know, quite often a business is run mm. by, you know, husband and wife or, you know, male and female, you know, whatever it is, whatever combination, people who work together who have a relationship outside of the business, it's really important to draw a line in the sand and separate when you're working and when you're not. Mm. So don't get sloppy around talking about your working day over breakfast or, you know, when you get home, do a, do a complete brain dump of everything you've done that day. Like actually schedule time when you're, when you're working and when you're not working. Mm. And if that means having a, a planning meeting once a day or once a week, with the person that you work with, who also just happens to be the person you live with, well, then so be it. So and it, try to you know, try to keep home home, keep yeah. it as a sanctuary. So you're really talking about having crystal clear boundaries. Yeah? Absolutely, yes, yes. How often do your clients sort of say that's a great idea? Put a boundary in place, and within 15 minutes, they've just blown that boundary away. Oh, it happens, <laughs> and so they need to have an agreement with one another, like what the what the system is. It might be you know hand to face, or it might be you know. Putting a cap on, or yeah. you know, you need to have have systems so that between between you know you and the other person to mm. actually know 
when when to stop it, and respect and both respect when the other person is putting that and that can be a challenge it's, it's a real challenge when you're in a uh, say a marriage with someone and then working together as business partners because there is a, a lot of overlap um, I know in my first business um, my wife was my business partner and based on the outcome of that I will never work with my wife again I, I have made that decision I am crystal clear the role of wife is far too important to sully it with the role of business. Mm. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's still decisions that I will run by her or I'll get her opinion on certain things where there might be a bigger impact, mm. um, particularly because I travel quite a lot. But I know I've made the decision that that's just not for me. I don't want to do that. Mm. Um, and and part of it is she has a, an employee mindset, so she's into how much dollars per hour do I earn because <laughs> you know, that's what she's done for the last 30 years. So do you have any of your clients who really struggle, who you have to advise that maybe you're better off not working together? Oh, absolutely. So I have, I have um, as part of my, my program, we have a foundation two days. And in those two days, one of the um, activities we do is, we, is we, we work out, well, what do you actually love doing in the business? What do you tolerate doing? And what do you not like doing? Mm. And so when you're... Um, distinguishing between working on the business and working in the business. Well, when you're working in the business, only do the bits that you love. Mm. And sometimes one of the parties will say, oh, God, God, you know, I guess I do the wages or I do the payroll or I do the mild and oh, I hate it. And I said, okay, well, let's let's talk about that. Let's let's write systems so that somebody else can do it. And, and then let's help you work out what you actually want to do with your life. Mm. So sometimes, yes, I talk one of them out of working for the business just because they're there because because it was just a habit and and it, it's they, sometimes they don't by get default. that if yeah. you if you're actually doing something where your energy is being drained you're not giving good energy to the business and the task anyway mm. you're better off paying someone else to do it because you know there are some people that love doing the baz oh <laughs> and i'm one of those people can i tell you, i love it i love financials oh, good on you I lie in bed and first thing in the morning get my phone, do some checking of the accounts and stuff. It's magnificent. It just, but that's just. I have an accounting degree. I'm a geek from way back. Right. But I get other people. You go, oh, no, the number stuff is not for me. I don't do numbers. And yeah. you know, and it's and as you say, it's about aligning. What are you good at? What do you enjoy? That's your responsibility. Yeah. Um, and then the other person respecting that and and yeah. going with it. And and of course, when, when you're doing what you love, well, then that, that ties in with energy, mm-hmm. with the flow. So mm-hmm. so when. In PEP, when I'm talking about purpose, energy, pleasure, profit, I um, channel. You know, each of those each of those words have business elements attached to them. So it's not just about energy of the person; it's energy of the business. And yep. so, you can energize the business by writing systems and by having the right people doing the right work. Mm. And that, of course, increases profitability as well. So you've been in business now for quite a while. How long have you been running your own business? Oh, so I, I, uh, we had an electrical contracting business as well. So Excellent. I've actually so had my electrical contracting, really for pet years. travel lodge, uh, running your own I've consulting, I've speaking in, business. I've lived in business. I've lived in homes that have run businesses my whole life. Right. So my father inherited his father's motorcycle. Business okay. in the UK, yeah, so, yeah, I've yeah. All, I've, so you've just you've always I've always lived in a home except for except for when I was a backpacker around <laughs> Australia, nineteen eighty seven eighty eight. The re, the rest of the time I've lived in homes yeah yeah okay. Businesses. So from all that time, there must have been some amazing lessons that you've picked up along the way. 
So what do you reckon to be the top three things that help you be a better business person? Oh, I think, well, I think the first one is knowing when you're working and when you're not. Mm-hmm. So that, that whole boundary thing. Yeah. Um, and that is that harder now with technology that you can just oh, get absolutely. your phone and all of a sudden you're looking at emails, you're going to LinkedIn absolutely. and you're, you're going down the rabbit hole. You're actually doing work. Even I though love you my to. iPhone, but I don't have my business email on my iPhone. Right. Okay. So, oh, that's oh wow. So so you can actually make decisions around that. Yeah. So do you just have your business email on your laptop? So yep. you're only ever doing email on your your computer. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have a I have a Gmail account on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like a, just a personal one. But I don't have I don't have my business email on my phone. Okay. I think I think that's a big trap for lots of people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, cool. So tip one is have some Bound, really good boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. Um, tip two is plan for time away, like plan for pleasure every day so yeah. that you have something outside of the business to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what would tip three be? Something to do with people comes to mind, like having great people around you. Yeah. Hiring people that are better than you for a particular task that needs doing, like yep. lots of business owners are really ego driven, and they think no. they think that they're the only one that can do this particular thing, or they're the best person what, to do uh, it. Look, just and be- I think that that there are, you know, there are such diverse roles in a business. So to hire, when you start systemizing and delegating, delegate to someone that's better than you at a particular right. task. And, and look, just between you and me. Have you found that men are a little bit more egoistic oh, about it? I might have. I might have. Just between you and me, I just might have. Yes. And, it, and that's the thing. It's like when what I've seen, and, and, and I'm interested whether you've said it as well, is when they're prepared to let go of the ego and, and embrace humility, their business goes forward. Absolutely. And so that's another thing that I often say to people is have it, when you um, have a day off or have, and have a holiday – and that's when you work out what's not working with your business. Mm. And then, so then you can fix those things and over mm. time everything gets fixed. And then you find that actually the business works better without you. Mm. And then be humble enough to actually admit that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's a great idea to sort of try and, you know, have the focus of if I can get this business running without me there, that's got to be a good thing. Well, then you have something you can sell. Otherwise, it's really just a job. It's a, it's a practice, it's yeah. Not, it's, not a, it's not a business at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what does the future hold for Joe? What's What have you got coming up now? You've just rebranded. You've you've taken on uh, the, the concept of PEP. What What's next for you? Um, I would like to be a, a conference keynote speaker so that I can share PEP. Because even though I, I talk about PEP in relation to... Business owners, PEP's actually a concept that everybody can, can mm. learn from. So I would like to, I would like to talk at conferences. I, I would like to maybe license um, the PEP idea so that I have PEP practitioners yeah. um, sharing the PEP message. Fantastic. With the community. Hmm. That sounds so, pretty so, cool. So that so that I'm I'm then actually um, you know creating something that's more business like for me rather than yeah, yeah, um, yeah. being the business owner that I just spoke of. Oh. Mm. Hey, so if people want to find out more about PEP and to get you to come and speak at their conferences and mm. talk with their organisations, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, probably email me. So yep. joe at joehassan.com. 
That's so J-O-H-A-S-S-A-N.com. Joe@johassan.com. Excellent. Or just Google Joe Hassan and your, just, your details will come up. Yes, I'm sure they Give will. Give you a quick Googling, <laughs> darling. That's what you need. Hey, Joe, thank you so much for your time today. Um, what would be... Um, uh, because of all the people that you've dealt with, obviously there's some similarities. And we've talked about um, uh, the boundaries and, and uh, making sure you're building time each day for your energising, etc. But what's the glaring thing? What's the one thing that someone could take away from our little chat today that you reckon they could apply straight away? Give us, this, give us the nugget. I'm looking for the, the, the big nugget. I know it's there, I can tell. Well, I think, I think planning for pleasure and doing it and being grateful. Yeah, okay. is, is it, it, that, That's the key to everything now. Yeah. And I think you're, right, you're so right about uh, the planning. That so many people just sort of react and react to emails and what's happening versus going, what do I want to happen? Yeah. When, um, you, when, you, when you're reacting to emails, you're working with somebody else's um, urgent and important rather than your own strategy, yeah, yeah. strategy for the future. Yeah, cool. Hey, Joe, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Warwick. And how terrific to be here in Melbourne with you. The, the face-to-face, one of the very rare live face-to-face <laughs> podcasts. You've been listening to the Get More Success Show with your host, Warwick Mary. I look forward to your company next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Mary. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and until next time, enjoy your success.